You are listening to the Campus Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Dinah Jansen. Each Wednesday at 5 p.m. on CFRC 101.9 FM in Kingston, I welcome a new guest from Queen's University to discuss news, issues, upcoming events, initiatives, and services for the benefit of Queen's students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Thanks for tuning in to this podcast, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Good afternoon, everyone. It is now 5 o'clock here at CFRC 101.9 FM in Kingston, Ontario. You are listening to Campus Beat. I'm Dinah Jansen, and I have the great pleasure to welcome Mr. Kevin Collins, Coordinator Student Development from the Student Experience Office here at Queen's University in studio today. Welcome, Kevin. Thank you. It's great to be here. It's really great to have you here. It's uh, lovely weather and finally uh, actually looking like summer. People's gardens are in bloom. Yeah, it's great. We're we're loving the weather. (laughs) So um, before we get into our discussion today uh, about the Queen's Reads program, tell us a little bit about yourself and your role as coordinator student development at Queen's University. Yeah, so I I came to Queen's about... uh, two years ago, a little bit more than two years ago now, in April 2017. And like you said, I am the student development coordinator here. So what I do in my job is I try to facilitate opportunities for student growth and development. And that includes things like training for student staff and student leaders on campus. Um, A lot of the time, I think even in academic things, students are expected to have certain skills like working in a group and group dynamics and how does that work or how do I give a presentation or facilitate a meeting Um, but we don't often explicitly talk about those things or share best practices or give uh, chances to to practice them so that's a big part of my job Um, and I also do things like the Queen's Reads program which is a great uh, development opportunity not just for students but staff and faculty as well to come together and talk about themes around equity, diversity, and inclusion, um, and, and to, to see stories of resiliency, mm-hmm. um, and how can we learn from those and hear from uh, diverse people, diverse perspectives. Um, as well, I work on a couple other programs and, and support with them. Um, there's a show called Exist There that happens on campus every fall, and so uh, it really looks at first-year transition experiences and issues and covers a number of topics that first-year students can expect to uh, have some experience in while they're here and so we try to unpack some of that and it's a student team of uh, directors and cast members that works on it so I I support them throughout that process and try to uh, basically get those directors what they need so that they can be successful. Awesome so how did your career path and in fact lead you to the student experience office? Great question. Um, so I, I used to work at the University of Toronto, um, and I was doing my master's there in international comparative and development education and curriculum teaching and learning. Um, and I ended up getting a job at their international center, and it was sort of contract to contract. And so um, um, I did that for about a year, and a full-time continuing role popped up at Queen's, um, specifically around student development. And my background is actually in teaching. Uh, I used to be a teacher in international schools in South Korea and Sweden. So um, the idea of getting to do some training opportunities and work with students in that way, I think that's, um, it's not traditional classroom teaching, but it certainly is education. So that was exciting for me. And I took the leap and moved to Kingston. I hadn't uh, ever lived here before. I'm actually from Windsor originally. So it's been an interesting journey, but um, 
Um, I really love it now. I think it's a beautiful city. It's a great campus to work on. I have a great boyfriend here. Um, so things are, a lot has changed in, in two and a half years, but it's been wonderful. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, tell us more about uh, the student experience office itself. Uh, you mentioned a couple of the services. Can you flesh some of these out a little bit more? What services does the SEO provide? Absolutely. So there are a number of programs and services that we offer. Um, one of the things that we actually just did for the first year incoming class was a program called SOAR, which is a summer orientation to academics and resources. So students uh, and their families and, and those that support them come to campus and learn about um, all sorts of different programs and services offered through student affairs. Um, they connect with the faculties and get some academic advising in and, and see what they can expect. And I think it's nice for parents and, and supporters as well to see what uh, their students can expect when they get here and how they can be supported. Um, we have we work on university orientation so there's kind of two uh, pieces to orientation university and faculty orientation and faculty is really student run um, in collaboration with the different faculties and the university pieces looks at residents uh, life and residents and what students can expect there um, and also for first years not in residence there's programming for them mm-hmm. um, so it, it's the first part of orientation when students get here from move-in day to a big welcome event Um, and floor meetings and that kind of thing, campus tours, the Existera show that I mentioned earlier. Um, That's something we do. Mm -hmm. We also have peer programs like... um, Q Success is a first-year transition program that we run um, where students are paired with upper-year mentors. Mm-hmm. So it's a good kind of leadership opportunity for upper-year students. And then as well, uh, first-year students can benefit from that program. There's a peer mentor program that's different from that. Um, that's for any student from any year to kind of develop more of a peer relationship, and it's less academic-based. Mm-hmm. There's Bounce Back, which is academic-based for students that um, could use some support academic. Mm -hmm. um, to kind of pick up their grades a little bit. Um, And we work with Student Academic Success Services on that um, in partnership. So a number of different things that we do uh, in the Student Experience Office. It's an exciting place to be. I'd like to pick up on uh, something that you mentioned, uh, first-year transitions. Mm -hmm. Okay, why is there a focus on first-year students and, and this transition? Are there particular... Um, issues perhaps that uh, first-year students may encounter as they move from perhaps different cities, different countries, different provinces, and also from high school to university? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of the things that you just said in terms of making the move, it's a big change in, in your life. Um, a lot of students that come here have never lived away from home before. Um, they may have never lived in a different country before, and we're, we're seeing an increasing number of international students. Um, and I think the academic change as well, depending on where you're coming from, the academic culture in university is different than high school. And um, academic culture within university can differ f- from country to country. So um, we work closely with a number of different partners in the Queen's University International Center to think about how are we supporting all of our students, but in addition, you know, international students, making sure that they have the support that they need. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, Um, everything from taking care of your mental and physical health 
to, um, you know, issues that you might experience living with someone new and a roommate in residence to, um, you know, I'm, I'm working on my first university essay or project or presentation. I'm a little bit apprehensive about it. I could use some support there. Um, we try to refer and direct students to the appropriate resources. So I, I, a lot of people describe the student experience office or the SEO as a connector. Mm-hmm. We try and bring together different resources and supports for students and um, act as kind of a hub for students to come to, to be referred elsewhere. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So alongside uh, mentorships and orientation programming and, and obviously so much more, uh, the SEO, the Student Experience Office, also has uh, the Queen's Reads program. So I'm very interested about this too. What is the Queen's Reads program? I'm excited to share with you more about it. Um, so the Queen's Reads program is a common reading program for the Queen's community. We have been offering the program sort of in its current format for the past uh, two years, and this will be the third year. Mm-hmm. Um, and the program existed before that uh, years ago, and it was more for first-year students coming into university um, as another kind of added orientation type of activity. So they'd get the book over the summer. Um, it'd be a different book each year. And then when they got to campus, as part of orientation, there would be discussion groups and opportunities to talk about the book and perhaps an author talk in the fall. Uh, and what we found, and I wasn't here at this at that point, but what, what um, I've read in reports is that students are pretty overwhelmed when they come to campus. Um, I just talked about all of the first year transition uh, issues and, and things that students can expect. So it, orientation week is not a great time to add another thing to their plates. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what we've done in the past few years is make it a year long program where book pickup actually happens in the fall. Uh, during orientation week, we start distributing books um, and we'll have lots of books to distribute to members of our campus community. Students can pick up the book at places like the sidewalk sale or at the, um, the Stoffer Library. We're actually working with them this year because it's their 25th anniversary. So we're gonna be partnering on a lot of events and programming and book distribution. Um, the Student Experience Office, the Four Directions Indigenous Student Center, the International Center, some of the residences. So it'll be available at a number of different places. Um, and we wanna engage students, whether they're in first year or fourth year or in grad studies Um, and it's a nice opportunity for staff and faculty to come together too to talk with students um, about some of the important themes in the book okay and so each year we look at different themes and and the learning outcomes for our program are really around equity diversity and inclusion and um, opportunities to explore and navigate difference and diversity and connection with with our own identities whether they be social cultural ideological and then another big piece another big outcome is around building resilience and 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 learning from stories of resiliency Um, so that's usually what the book looks at are those those key themes um two years ago we looked at indigenous culture um through the the book the break by katarina vermette uh last year it was the book scarborough by katherine hernandez and we looked at intersectionality and identity um and this year we are looking at the uh, boy on the beach by tim mccurdy and uh, the book explores Uh, refugee and and newcomer experiences and it also looks at the global refugee crisis and 
and we'll be talking about and exploring what is Canada's role in that. Okay. So how is the this year's book selected? What is the process of that? Do people just read a bunch of books and say, hey, let's try this one? Or is there a jury system? How does uh, it get selected? It's sort of a combination of those two things. Uh, we have a selection committee of people from around campus. So we try and bring together students, staff, and faculty um, to talk about the program and the and a number of different books but to really look at those learning outcomes that I mentioned um, and say what book could could get at some of these outcomes um, and what are some of the things that would be good for our campus to be talking about this year um, so we had um, you know a number of student representatives uh, different faculty members like I said and then some staff members that read probably um, I'm going to say around six to eight books this year and talked about what what addresses these outcomes, what would be a good thing to discuss and look at. And ultimately, we landed on The Boy on the Beach. Mm -hmm. um, and we started reading, I'd say, in November, December, um, and then made our final selection in April. Okay. Yes. So you mentioned a couple of places where readers, uh, student readers, but uh, can get the book, but uh, can other people on campus participate or is it just students? Yeah, it's open to everyone. Okay. So we would love for um, staff and faculty to participate as well. Uh, what's unique about this program and what I think is exciting is when you are hosting a discussion group or having an event and you see a grad student sitting next to a faculty member sitting next to an undergrad student and then um, staff members as well talking about these themes um, and I think you know I had mentioned that we have increasing international student numbers um, um, so to be talking about what it what is it like for people who are new to our community um, what are what are those newcomer experiences like? Those are stories mm -hmm. and things that we should all be thinking and talking about um, in trying to get to know other people and um, and learn about diverse perspectives on um, on our campus. Indeed. Yeah. And now, um, where can readers get the book? You mentioned a couple of places where folks uh, like students can pick them up mm -hmm. uh, during orientation week. Mm -hmm. uh, would we be able to find this book? on various places around campus yeah and incidentally too are there accessible versions yeah good question so like i said it will be available at a number of locations um, it will be at the student experience office in the JDUC and also the AMS office in the JDUC will have them and the, the SGPS, um, Stauffer Library and the Education Library, Victoria Hall Residence, uh, Four Directions Indigenous Student Center and the Queen's University International Center will all have copies available for pickup um, and it is free for, for uh, pickup. Um, there are, will be accessible versions as well, and we're working with a team at the library that works specifically on making books accessible to all members of our, our campus community. Uh, Michelle Chittenden there has been wonderful. So mm -hmm. um, if anyone has questions around that, they can email our office at student.experience at queensu.ca, and that information is on our website as well. We want to make sure that it's something that's accessible for everyone. Fantastic. Now, what events uh, might readers participate in to facilitate dialogue uh, maybe throughout the fall that you can anticipate? So we're, we have a programming committee that's been working on um, and talking about what will our program look like this year. 
given the topics, I don't have a lot of lived experience or knowledge around um, newcomer and refugee issues. Um, so I'm working with people who do know more. Um, so we have Sherry Aiken, who works in the Faculty of Law and is specifically researches and specializes in refugee law. Um, we have representatives from the International Center who are immigration consultants. Mm -hmm. um, we have students like the Social Issue Con uh, Social Issues Commissioner, Benicia Samuels, who's, who's supporting us. So there's a number of people, those are just a few, to talk about what, how do we frame this conversation and what sort of events can lead to good learning. Um, so we'll have discussion groups for people who have read the book and are interested um, in talking about it. We'll also have the author coming to campus in March, which is really exciting, early March, more details to come on that. Um, and then we are looking at doing a um, sort of a mini film festival of short films around newcomer experiences um and having discussion there and then perhaps a panel in the winter term on the global refugee crisis in canada's role so good opportunities to come together and think and talk about this book and the themes mm -hmm. um, one of the things that's really important to us when we're programming is to think the book is important and the message and the story there is important but if someone hasn't read the book how can they engage mm -hmm. and so events like that panel event won't be specific to the book um the the the, sh the short film festival won't be specific to the book um, but it's an opportunity to jump on board learn and talk about the themes in mm -hmm. the book um and to pick up a copy and engage at that point if if those who attend so choose so it's kind of a choose your own adventure and different avenues for engagement type of program mm -hmm. now for, there are some specific learning outcomes that you identified for uh, this particular book and, and past books with the queen's reads program uh, would you say though there's also a benefit uh, about learning how to talk about books from a scholarly perspective if you will too like yeah absolutely i think uh, literature, whether it be fiction or nonfiction, and we've we've covered both. This mm -hmm. year's a nonfiction text, which is, is interesting. But when we come together in those discussion groups, um, it's um, it, it is. I wouldn't say it's it's entirely academic. It mm -hmm. sort of feels like a book club that okay. you would sign up for and get involved with. But certainly, we delve into the book and talk about the themes and what are how is the author conveying the message? Why are there certain approaches taken to the writing? Um, so for students who are studying literature, I think it's a great opportunity to kind of combine a co-curricular thing with what they're doing academically. Mm -hmm. Even if you're not studying literature, or if you're in global development studies, there are a lot of themes that tie in here. Um, so, uh, you know, I do think it's an opportunity for academic growth and a discussion around a piece of, of writing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so where can folks find out more about the Queen's Reads program, let alone uh, services uh, related to the Student Experience Office? So they can visit our website. Um, it's queensu.ca slash student experience. Mm -hmm. And there are all sorts of tabs that lead to our different programs and services, including Queen's Reads. Um, and the, that website is updated regularly. So we'll have more and more info to come on the program as events and programming are finalized and we have dates and things like that for our discussion groups and different events. Okay. Yeah. And finally, uh, why do you think students should participate in the Queen's Reads program? I think students should participate because it's a, a nice 
whole community program. Um, and, and I mentioned a number of our programs before that are specific to first year students. Um, this is something for everyone, which is pretty exciting. So it's a good way to engage with uh, staff, faculty, upper year students, um, for upper year students to engage with first year students, for grad students to get involved. Oftentimes a member of the Queen's community come, or not Queen's community, sorry, the Kingston community get involved too and come mm -hmm. to some of our events and programming. So it's a really a community engagement initiative as well. Um, and we work with Kingston Writers Fest on the author visit um, mm -hmm. and a number of, of people from around Kingston come to that. So it's a cool way to get to know other people on campus that are outside of of the group that you might um, usually see in your classes and, and wherever you're living. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you would like to add about the Queen's Reads program or the Student Experience Office? No, I, I really appreciate the opportunity to come in and talk with you today and, and share what we're working on. And we're really excited and uh, we hope that we we um, see everyone out for, for our programming, picking up the book and getting involved in the discussion. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Kevin Collins, Coordinator, Student Development, Student Experience Office here at Queen's University. Thanks. <laughs> And thanks again to Kevin Collins of the Student Experience Office for visiting our studios here at CFRC 101.9 FM, www.cfrc.ca. It was a real pleasure speaking with him. Keep your ear to the ground for announcements about upcoming programming dates and locations uh, related to the Queen's Reads program as well. It's very exciting stuff. And Kevin has also uh, graciously chosen a song for us to uh, complete our program today. We're going to listen to Song of Summer by Hoxley Workman from his latest release, Medium Age Wasteland, uh, which was the uh, new album he released in March of this year. So enjoy this song called Song of Summer, and we'll see you next time on Campus Beat. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Dinah Jansen. Everybody wants to write the song.
Oh